Sunday Central's Form Express. And the first of the venues that we look at in our Form Express segment is at the Sunshine Coast uh, today. Howard Walter joins us to preview the entire card of uh, seven events. Seasons greetings to you, Howard. Likewise, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, very well. I'm uh, keen to get a, a winner uh, today. I don't care where it is or what time it is, but uh, I am all ears as we go through the Sunshine card Good four uh, today at the Sunshine Cast in uh, contrast to the last couple of meetings there. We've uh, had all sorts of weather conditions, but obviously it's fine and we can hang our hat on the fact that we've got a perfect racing surface today. Yeah, look, they're having a really nice um, run of weather all this week, you know, around the 30 degrees and sunny. And if you are keen to have a bet, Dan, well, today is going to be the sort of day where I'm going to oppose a few of the shorter prize favourites, and I may well end up with egg on my face, but I just couldn't um, come at some of them at the prices they are. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll get plenty of people agreeing with you. Um, don't get great kudos for tipping dollar fifty shots, do you? But if you can get one beaten, the winner at $9, people don't forget. Um, exactly. And your bank account. Bank account appreciates it too, or your betting account. Race number one, the scratchings are two, four, and five. Number one is Cozzy at 370. I think I saw it scratched from somewhere in the last couple of days, obviously reserved for this. Uh, six, Foxy Ripper from the Golan Stable, 230 favourite. Seven, Knockney at 420. Are the top three only a smallish field? Small field, and those in the betting are going to settle on the pace. I haven't got a strong preference here, but I am with number seven, Knockney, the the four-year-old mare, trained by Stuart Kendrick, on the track. Good run first up, albeit beaten favourite. There was a gap to third over the 800, and then it got to the 1,000 here at home, led and, and won well. I thought it was a good win. As I said, it'll go forward. It's a horse, lightly raced horse, so it's got scope to um, improve. Number one, Cozzy. Conversely, six-year-old mare, she's had 53 starts, but she's a model of consistency. She maps to get the run of the race third off the um, two favourites here and there's no reason why she won't be competitive again. We're putting in number eight, Von Saga, for third last start winner, deep in campaign, but look, it's worth noting, Dan, three starts ago, Von Saga was runner-up at Gatton and the favourite here, Foxy Ripper, was uh, two and a half lengths behind her, so I'm going to put eight in for third, and then number six, Foxy Ripper. The scratchings have helped. Um, she's drawn wide, but some of that pace has now gone from the race. They've put blinkers on for the first time but I'm just not convinced. She hasn't raced for the best part of six weeks. You know, she had a win at Gatton and then a fail at Gatton. I just can't warm to her at these odds. Uh, seven, one, eight, and six. Seven, one, eight, and six. Von Saga, the horse that you gave a good push for, it's at $8.50. Only the two place dividends, though. Uh, a field of seven. Race two, scratch four, five, seven, nine, and 11. The rider of 18 is uh, Manu Potgaida, and the market has six to four equal favourites, Finicky and Argyle Pink, or six to four, better known perhaps these days, as $2.50, Howard. Yeah, let's say six to four, just for old time's sake. Now, these two horses, they'd probably be close together in the run, and one of them should win. I, I dare say they'll be around midfield. There's some pace elsewhere by horses that don't really have much heart. So it could get down to luck in running, but I'll go with number one, Finicky. was heavily backed first up. It reared as the gate sprung open, took no pass, had to go back to the trials because of that, and she won her trial. Again, a Stuart Kendrick horse, trained on the track. Her early form back in June was very good. 
Um, so one ahead of 10 Argyle Pink. It drew off the track Friday night, so they scratched her from there, this filly, and they're running her here. The debut was a good run. She was doing her best work late when fourth over the 1,000. So, as I said, they should both be around midfield, both hitting the line. Very difficult to know where to go from there, Dan. They're either first up or they're on debut and nothing jumps off the page. I've put in 13. What a choice. Has won a trial and prep for this. Uh, suitably drawn. It'll go forward in the run. And 12, Aurora Dancer. And it's two runs in this time and it's hard to have, but its earlier form back in May, June was good. So D-Day for her or put her in for fourth. But 1 or 10 should win as the market suggests. 1, 10, 13, 12. In race number two, race three, and the scratchings are six and nine. One discreetly Alicia at six dollars, five Lorena at five dollars, eight Alberin at three ten the favourite, and Rebel Tinge. It's a stable mate, number eleven in the market at five fifty. Yeah, well, here's another race where I'm going to oppose the favourite. Reason being, she was twenty one dollars on debut. It was a heavy track. The speed was on. She got well out of her ground, and I just thought the way the race was run, it flattered those from behind. Now, admittedly, the horse that won that race won again on Friday night. And just I can see why the market has Auburn short, but I'm just going to risk her at the odds. And just have a throw at the stumps. Number three, Got Me Thinking, had just the one start. And she was $41 herself, but drew wide, wasn't the best away. Larry Cassidy just snagged her back to get in. It was a big field. So she wound up 12 lengths away. And then in the straight, was held up in traffic. On the line, beaten five and a half lengths. But I thought it was a complete forgive. Better barrier, wiser for the experience. Wouldn't surprise me if got me thinking improved. Worth something each way. It was $13. It might get out a bit from there. Number five, Lorena. It would be easy to tip this horse on top, except that she hasn't raced for eight weeks. First up second, a single desire, and then second up second, a Mount Fuji. That's very strong maiden form. But eight weeks, 1,400 is the query. She'll go forward. Should get the race run to suit. Four Iron Winkles, deep in campaign. Forget last start, though. They dropped back to a 1,000. That was too short for her. She'll go forward in the run and should get every chance. And then number two, Dreaming Genie. Just had the two starts, both on rain affected. Uh, get the blinkers first time today. May improve. Three, five, four, two. In race three. Race four, there are no scratchings. The rider of uh, five, Max Kalema, is Travis Wolfgram, who's at $3.60, number five. Favourite is eight, if you can dream it, two seventy, And then $6 about number two, Checkers. Yeah, along with the favourite, number eight, if you can dream. I think Tony Golan could have a good day today, and that shouldn't surprise anyone if he does. She's had two starts from a spell. Um, second first up on the soft five. Caught the eye second up on the soft seven here. This track and distance is a very good run on for third. So fitter for those two. Looks a very suitable race for this lightly raced horse. I thought it would be hard to beat. Number two, Checkers. Ultra consistent. He hasn't won for nearly a 1,000 days. One win in seven seconds. He's been second his last three starts. Another local Stuart Kendrick trained horse. No reason why he won't be in the mix again. Number seven, Avita Levy. But whatever Avita Levy does today, she will improve on. She's first up, but she's had a couple of trials and could get the easiest of leads here. It's a no-pace race on paper. And the claim for Melia Castle, she'll just have 54. So it might be able to sneak a place. Otherwise, perhaps number four, Kipax, first up from a spell. Better off over further. But, um, you know, he's got some ability. I just didn't really know where to go outside of um, eight and two. So I'm saying eight, two, and then maybe seven, four. Eight, two, 
And a bit of a gap to seven and four. That's the first leg of the main quaddy. Race five, Sunshine Coast. The scratching is number five. And uh, Shajaya is at $2.50. And favourite heaven number two, Saka, at $4. And then out to five fifty number four, Another Spirit. I was very keen on one Shajaya last start, so I sent everyone broke. But in hindsight, hadn't raced for 53 days. And I was a bit surprised by the on-pace opposition early. So... Shajaya took a sit, hit the front, but he was spent at the 100. I dare say he'll be fitter for that. He'll spring forward from the good barrier. But the race revolves around the market with number two, Saka. First up from a spell, Natalie McCall at home when the money goes on. She's nearly unbeatable. Very impressive strike rate when they bet. And Saka first up last time in with this track and distance and a very good win. Um, held up in traffic, got out and ran them all down. So very wary of two today. One of the two should win. For another spirit, the last 100 metres is some concern. The horse is fitting well. And number six, Avalante, um, first up second. And then a, a winner here on the poly. There's been a few horses that ran on the poly that have come out and won their next start. So there's only been a couple of meetings, but I'm liking what I'm seeing there. But I think one or two will win, Dan. One, two, four, six. One, two, four, six, race five. If you can hang on for a couple of minutes, Howie, we've got a sports update and then the Hillsville Greyhounds race number one and then we'll come back and have a look at the last two races on the program from the Sunshine Cup. Eight, Destiny Fireball at 151.25, Buck Hunter at 160 and seven, Brightly Steen. Howard Walters previewing the Sunshine Coaster meeting. Thanks for your patience there, Howard. Uh, we're up to race six. This looks a pretty good race. The scratchings are one and six. The rider of two, Sir Rocket, is Ryan Maloney. Number two, Sir Rocket's at three twenty, and four, Eyelight at two dollars fifteen. That pair dominate the market. Yeah, Dan, you're spot on. It is a very good race. Now I'm going for value here because the first thing that jumps off the page is how much speed there is. That's not surprising. It's a thousand metre race, but there's at least half a dozen of them that you know could lead on their day. So I'm looking at horses that can emerge from the. The ruck, the rail's in the true, so they, you know, they can get to that crown and things can change complexion over the final 200. I'm very um, happy to be on number 12, Spirit House. First up from a spell, had a couple of trials, not knocked about in either, so she looks like she's ready to run. And this is what, you know, what I can tell you about her. Um, first up, three starts, a win and two seconds. At the track, four starts, two wins and two seconds. And one of those seconds was held up near the entire straight, the best thing beaten you've seen. So it's going to be a cold ride from Steph Thornton. She really knows how to get these horses just to turn, you know, tune off in the rum. Unimpeded, I think um, Spirit House got a very good chance of chiming in. And I'm going to put the stablemate in for second, Nine Air Spirit, another horse that races best when there's speed up front and, you know, can run strong. Now, she was fourth to this favourite, I like when resuming, but that was on a soft seven. Fancy she's better on top of the ground and she's allowed a strip fitter for that run anyway. So I'm liking 12 and 9. Ahead of two, Sir Rocket, one of the favourites. He's a go-forward horse. He's fitting well. And four, Eyelight. Can't leave Eyelight out. He's a quick horse, but it's worth noting two starts ago here. He drew 10 of 10 over the 1,000 and he settled for third. And then last start was on a soft seven where there was really only two leaders in the race and he was too solid for Nicky Tricks. But he's drawn out here, so I've got some concerns. So 12 and 9 for me, ahead of 2 and 4. Well, 12 Spirit House is currently $14 fixed odds, as is Air Spirit at Stablemate. So both from the Gollan camp. Gee, Howard, when you're talking of the Gollan stable and you're giving them a bit of a push and they're around the $14 mark, that's a rarity in itself. 
Well, exactly. But look, I can, un- I can I can sort of understand why their spirit might be those odds, but I really think the market should have a closer look at Spirit House. It's only got 54 and a half as well. And as I said, um, just all the stats, all the, everything's tailor-made for her today. So she's just got to um, run to her best, unimpeded, and I don't see why she's not a really nice each-way play. At $14, all clears through race one at Hillsville Greyhounds. The last of seven at Sunshine Coast, the scratchings are 3, 10, 12 and 16. The rider of seven, Lord Lennox, Taylor Marshall and 14 printmaker is Michael Hellier. One, love you anytime is the fixed odds favourite at 270. Enrique, number six at 440. And then out to about 750 for both painted black number eight and 11, Petrillo. These are never easy races to forecast, but again, I just got a. There's a favourite here that I just can't have at those odds, so I'll go with number eleven, Petrillo. Now the horse is a maiden, but in fairness, he's only had the eight starts. He's a four-year-old, and he's been looking for ground. He's had that his last three starts, placing on all three occasions at eighteen hundred or beyond, and they're all on heavy tracks. If there was one little niggle, it's whether he does want the cut out of the track. But trained on the track, Stuart Henry Tithbooker will go with eleven, Petrillo ahead of eight, painted black. Used to be um, based in Victoria. It's had three starts for Christopher Zintillis. Um It's going to get a lovely run on the pace. Last start third at Ballina on a heavy eight. So up on the pace, uh, run, race run to suit. And the stablemate seven, Lord Lennox, had just the one start since moving up from Victoria. And that was only a week ago. So had excuses. Missed a start, went wide, finished midfield, but less than two lengths from the winner. Quick back up. I'm just not sure, Dan, but I'll put him in. And then I've got the favourite one, I Love You Anytime, number one. Look, the horse is fitting well, but um, it's only won one from 15 on a good track, and it's got 61 kilos here, so I'm just not convinced it should be that short. So 11, 8, 7 and 1, difficult close to the day. 11, 8, 7, 1, bit of value about the day. In fact, you might even find it tough to narrow it down to which is your best value, but there's plenty there by the sounds of it. So what have you come up with, Howard? So, Dan, I'm thinking the best bet of the day. I'll go back to race four, Tony Golan, number eight, if you can dream. That was just such a good run second up, hoof on till for mine. Best value, well, I'm going to suggest um, race six, number 12, Spirit House, but that's also going to tie into my play of the day because I think the play of the day, Dan, is in race six, just back nine air Spirit and 12 Spirit House each way and, and hope that they do get to the crown and, and one of them wins. Um, as far as the quaddy goes, it's a skinny quaddy because I've either got these races horribly wrong or um, and I don't want to put in horses I think are under the odds. So it's start off with eight on its own, then one and two, then nine and 12, and come home with seven, eight and 11. So not going to cost much if it's wrong. <laughs> no, and a bit of value that uh, we could well find sure. as uh, well. Um, Howard, thanks very much and good luck today. Good on you, Dan. Thank you. Howard Walter looking at the Sunshine Coast meeting Maruya race today. Ian Humphreys joins us. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Brendan. Ian, the, uh, the, uh, I'll run through the scratchings. We're going to have a look at the quaddy legs. It's uh, a good four-rated track today. Race one, scratch seven, ten and eleven. Race two is clear. Race three, scratch nine, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Race four, scratch six, ten, sixteen, and eighteen. And we start off the first leg of the quaddy. The uh, scratchings are numbers fifteen and sixteen at uh, Maria. Race number five, and the market has, uh, in what looks a pretty open affair. In fact, a very opening uh, open affair. Twelve panderings at five dollars. 
Three Den Miss at 5.50. One Laughing or Crying at 5.50 as well. Good luck with this one. Yeah, no, you're right. Tough start at the Coddy. I'm going with number three, Den Miss, with an easy win the last start over this distance. She stays in the same grade today. Despite the slight weight rise, I think she'll be hard to beat again. Number two, eight in a bit. Racing very well. <coughs> Get you an OK after the claim here. Just needs a bit of luck from the bad barrier. Number five, the Liquid Storm. Also drawn bad. He'll get back anyway, and he was very good when resuming. And putting number one, laughing or crying into the four. So, as I say, a tough start. They'll go on three, two, five, and one. Three, two, five, one. First thing of the Quaddy race, five, Maria. Race six is clear of scratchings. Uh, Robin Freeman Key has the ride on uh, Colonel number three, which is the fixed odds favourite at 380, but only just ahead of one bomb diggity at uh, $4. In fact, the late scratching has just come through now. Uh, number seven. Uh, actually, it was a little bit earlier on, but a late scratching number seven, Go Rush Lightning, uh, out of race number six at Maria Inn. Yeah, go on for uh, Colonel, whatever he's called, Colonel. Uh, Led and battled on well in a short price favourite last start at Hawkesbury. Back to this grade today, he looked hard to beat. Bomb Diggity didn't have much luck uh, last start at Warwick Farm. He too will enjoy this class. And from Barrier 3, I think he's probably the main danger. Uh, number 5, more Euros, was good when resuming. And number 9, Pindar, he's dream next best. So I've gone 3, 1, 5 and 9. That's race 6, 3, 1, 5 and 9. Race 7, scratch number 1, which is Oriental Runner. Favourite is Girls Already, number 3 at $3.10. Uh, $5 shots... Four Akeed and Tevin Blaze uh, number ten Blaze or Blaze. Sorry, mate. Gilles already looks the one to beat here. Not not an overly strong race. She was an easy winner, uh, three length winner last start at Canberra, uh, and despite the two and a half kilograms rise in weight, this is not a strong race. So I did like her uh, number six Major Time. Bit of value. It's been good both fronts since resuming. From Barry three will get his chance. Number ten Blaze. Resuming, hasn't been seen at the trials, but had very good form last time in and a win in the placing from two previous first-up runs. I think they're the main three. Three, number eight, Ivor Morning in for four. So I've gone three, six, ten and eight. Do you like the, the threes there in the first three legs of the quaddy? Just get those numbers again. I just ran out of ink in my pen. Your, your top four again, race seven? Uh, three, six, ten and eight. Okay, and the last of it on the card, the scratching is number four, Big Steve. Unique Prince comes in with what looks pretty good form for this at $2.60 and fixed odds favourite, around the 6 dollars to $7 mark for numbers two Crystal Waters, five Tornak and six Crackalacker. Yeah, you're right. I didn't realise that, Brennan. I picked all, all the number three and the last one as well. I did like Unique Prince. Uh, he looks the most promising type. Should be the one to beat here. Suited getting out to 1,300 metres. He'll get his chance from barrier two. Uh, number two, Crystal Waters. Won two straight before having a tough run at Ramwick last start. Back to this grave. He should be the leader, and he'll give a sight. Uh, number eight, nine, Bella Broadway. Got too far back in that same race that he went one last start. Uh, with a notable jockey change today, and the extra journey, he can be an improver. And putting number eight, Newtown Braveheart in for four. So in the last, we've gone three, two, nine, and eight. Three, two, nine, and eight. And your best bets for the day? Best bet, Brendan, is race four, number nine, Oblique. Should be back in three today. He's had a very wide trip and a bad barrier's last start. Barrier two today, getting out to 1,300 metres. I think this is his race to win today. Race four, number nine, Oblique. Best value, race five, number three, Denmis. It's about $4. You can't miss a place, I don't think. So each way, her. 
the quality of the first league will take numbers 1, 2, 3, 5 and 10. Second league, 1, 3, 5. Third league, 3, 6, 10. And come home with 2, 3 and 9. Okay, at uh, Maria today might be a day to follow the number threes. Thanks, Ian, for your input. And if we do see the threes come up with uh, um, regularity today, we'll be thinking of you. (laughs) Seasons greetings. Good luck. That's uh, that's uh, Ian Humphreys having a look at that program uh, today at Maria. Kevin Casey is uh, joining us now to look at the Tari card uh, today. Good morning to you. Dan, you, you've just blown my mind a bit here. You, you were talking about threes there. Was it in, in all over the threes? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at my tips. I've got them on a page here. I'm not tipping horse three in my top four in any race. <laughs> so I'm dead against the threes at Tari. That's a bit weird, isn't it? You can't get a number three somewhere into the top four and the whole card. Quite strange. Yeah. Anyway. Well, give us something to look out for for both uh, both of you guys, Ian Humphreys tipping the threes and you not tipping the threes. We'll get stuck into that preview in just a sec because they're behind the boxes now and 75. Uh, thanks for hanging on there, Kev, to have a look at the program at uh, Tari today, the first event on a good four, but there's plenty of scratchings. Race one, take out numbers one in three. Rider of five is Casey Waddell. And the popular ones here, Miss Kajiki, number four at 240, and Monte de Fiori at $3. I can see why you're not putting the three in your numbers here because it's scratched. <laughs> it's, it's not so strange, just perhaps I saw it because number three comes out in the first four races. Mind blowing, yeah, as I uh, sort of was. Uh, number four, Miss Kajiki's a tip here. In fact, um, pretty much market order for me in the first four, two, five, six. Isn't she in great form? She's uh, not missed top three in uh, less seven starts for this preparation. So she's got a, a very consistent in form there who in a, a smallish field. Look, she'll be probably in the, you know, in a field of six, probably fourth or fifth. Uh, in running, I think, but she'll have a look at them and be able to run strongly into the finish again. She's all been around the 1,000 uh, metres recently. Here's another 1,000 metre assignment. Uh, she has won at Tari, and uh, she looks hard to beat again with um, uh, Michaela Weir back aboard. She knows this near well. So she's on top. Dangers to Monte de Fiore, last start winner leading throughout for an inform uh, Bailey Wheeler. Uh, today, didn't ride this fella last time against the board today. They'll be up front with Ready to Chase, whose third selection for mine. They look the leading pair. And six Mr. Pointer is next in line there. Four, two, five, six to open up. The uh, totes are up race two, Hillsville Greyhounds, the winner three, Rip Jazz, 270, 104, six forgot to tap, 320. Four exit sign two eighty fourth in eight yield Quinella fourteen ninety exacta twenty five seventy the trifecta ninety one fifty first four two hundred and forty dollars twenty running double eight into three at nine dollars and thirty race three there due to go at eleven thirty favourites eight skull at one dollar and eighty we're previewing the uh, Tari program with Kevin Casey Tari race two scratchings are three seven ten. 11, 19 and 20. Riders of 14, Dreamer Win, Jenny Duggan. 15, The Leopard's Tale, Reese Jones. 18, Typhoon Amber, Madeline Owen. 
$3 the favourite is the debuts on alibi.com in the market also at Don't Doubt Katie number 12 at $5 and 15 the Leopard's Tail at 480 Yeah, they all feature in the, my top four hits too, Dan, alibi.com. As you said, is a, a debutante, four-year-old who has trialled twice. Well, I had a couple of trials early in the year. Came back for one at Wyong on the 1st of December, and she was pretty commanding there. Uh, showed speed. She got away to win it by a good few lengths. Got a low draw here. Expect to see her on speed. She wore uh, blinkers in the trial. Wears them here. And uh, I think she's hard to beat. Stable mate, although there's one stable mate still in the race, but the, the most dangerous stable mate has been withdrawn. Uh, so I think alibi.com is the rightful favourite here. Don't doubt Katie, number 12, gets the chance to come back well. She's prepared for this with two sound recent trials as well. And her two starts uh, going back to the middle of the year showed a little bit. She should have finished closer on debut on a heavy track and then second at Scone. Uh, so she's got some talent about her. She looks a threat. Four, uh, pardon me, eight ahead of 12. Toppy Tigertude made a sound debut, and the Leopard's Tail is in the mix from the, the draw, likely to get a good run just following the leader. Eight, 12, 1, and 15 for race two. Race number three, the scratchings are three, five, seven, 10, 12, and 13. Rider of Four Thunder Knob, Dylan Gibbons, and 18 Lucky Creed is Reese Jones. Fairy Barracuda, number six, is at 3.20, and the fixed odds favourite with Tab from Nine Military Star at 4.20, and number 11, My One, at 4.60. Yeah, look, it's another favourite here, but I think Fairy Barracuda is, is the horse. She's stood up into her first preparation. We get blinkers going on. Now, she is an older mare. She's a five-year-old mare for Chris Lees in her first campaign, so obviously... Uh, a late starter. She may have had an issue or two. Not sure about that, but I do know that she's been good on dry and wet in both her starts so far. She goes from 12 to 1300 with the blinkers. You would imagine she'd be able to settle top three or four here. And, um, she looks to have found the right race. Fourth under knob could probably lead them up. Uh, he's done that a couple of times this preparation and finished top three. In both of those, ordinary on a heavy track in between, but we're looking past that for uh, the purposes of today. So it just looks to bounce from the inside and, and get that lead here. Looks the main threat. Eight, the last Lobin, uh, who's in some reasonable form. This preparation would indicate that she does have a win ahead of her uh, with a couple of seconds in her last three starts. She does get back at 11, my one next best there. Six, four, eight, and 11 for race three. Race number four at Tari. The scratchings are 1, 3, 9, 12 and 13. The rider of 15, Wine Time, Jenny Duggan. 16, Bay of Bengal is Madeline Owen. Open race, Zaru number eight heads the market at 480, ahead of 14 Euro World at $5. Yeah, well, it's, that is interesting. 480 uh, favourite here, Zaru. I'm going to tip him fairly confidently and Name it as one of the bets of the day. He resumes at home. Most uh, of his starts have been at home, 10 of 14 overall, and his sole win did come at home. So he's only missed top three at home on one occasion. And on that occasion, he had clear-cut excuses. He was beaten one and a quarter, essentially. So he do- he's not up for running poorly at Tari. And for mine, his, uh, his work in a recent trial was was pretty good. Very quiet trial. 
but the last 200 of it, he finished off really quite impressively, I thought. I think he only beat a couple home in the trial, but it, it, it was better than it reads. Dylan Gibbons rode in that trial, and he was on board. The only other time I think that he's ridden him was uh, when the horse won, and he's only won one from 14. So I think he's bound to run well here. Go each way if you like. I think he'll get a decent sort of trail in the race. Uh, so Zaru on top, five clop. He's back, fit and in form, gets the Bailey Wheeler claim and looks to posse nicely here. We'll just need a touch of luck crossing over to get that trail. Four elusive Babs has had that first up run at Mudgee on the wet track. Uh, no excuses there, but he's only beaten a couple. It's a good return for sure. Uh, and look, he too is going to need some sort of uh, luck getting up and over. And 14 Euro World, who has trials well, should be on speed, is fourth pick there. 8, 5, 4, and 14. And pretty keen on the 8 at $4.80. Race of five, and that was the first leg of the main quaddy. So tips there, 8, 5, 4, and 14. The second leg of the main quaddy, scratch number six, Invincible Faith. The rider of three, Jexcellent, is John Grisdale. Uh, number five, She's Independent, is at $2.80. Favourite ahead of two, Moe's Glory at four forty, and then Seven Valley's sister, third favourite at five dollars. Well, there's no up and comers here, Dan. Um, all of them have had thirty odd starts at least. Uh, Moe's Glory, pardon me, twenty six. But the youngest horses here are six years of age, so they've been around the block a few times. It's not got a lot of speed in it. You would think that she's independent, can lead this, and, and do so fairly comfortably. And I'm happy to uh, to tip. Uh, the five here. This is very different to Warwick Farm last time. All she did there was was run to expectation. She was hundred to one, and she she was beaten, you know, a fair way from home. But if you look two starts back, she was winning here this track and trip. And uh, today she'll actually get the chance to to lead them up rather than sort of sit on on the leader. I don't think that'll uh, worry her at all. Her record at Tari is fantastic: nine starts, four wins, three seconds. So she looks the way to go, but. There's some opposition here. Most Glory's two from two at Tari and gets into a more suitable race than last start. Uh, the latest uh, time that she was here was a fair while ago. You're going back uh, probably it's a couple of years uh, since she last raced at Tari, but as it stands, she's unbeaten here. Mr Smarty, good record here as well. And again, this is probably just an easier race uh, coming through those, uh, those races, one by Beckford. Quick turnaround for Mr. Smarty. He won't be far away from the speed. And flying Mojo next best. So 5 2 1 4 there for race 5. In the second leg of the quaddy, 5 2 1 and 4. Race number 6, scratch 2, 5, 6, 15, 19, and 20. The rider of 17 Rublev is Madeline Owen. Another open race uh, at. Uh, the top line of betting, number 11, Mr. 88's at 4.20, Mini Finn number 8 at 5.50, 12 Inspiration, 5.50. There's a heap of horses that $17 and under. Yeah, well, it's, I, I found another favourite here, but as you say, an open race. Uh, it's been this maiden, Mr. 88, uh, who's normally outside. Uh, but there are reasons uh, that you could get keen about him here. He probably should have won first up. He had the inside draw on that occasion. He got no luck from it. He was held up in the early part of the straight and was strong through the line. Uh, maybe they try to get positive here. This is not loaded up with strong speed. So from that draw, I wouldn't be dismayed if they tried to push push up and, and be somewhere in the top four or five in run. 
Uh, either way, I think the horse will run well. Seven King Kickow has come back well. This horse should get on speed. He's a three-year-old, a young young horse who whose win came on heavy ten at massive odds two starts ago at this track, his home track. But he followed it up with a good run just earlier this week, uh, back on Monday at Kempsey. That was sound there in a small field, but still a good run. So expect him to cross up and over. 14 last, not least. Another maiden, but in good form and will be on pace. An eight mini fin next best. Palgrave looks a little dangerous there. He goes into a quaddy as well. So top four, 11, 7, 14 and 8 for race six. Race seven, the last. Uh, the scratchings of five, thirteen, and fifteen. The rider of three, Art Demore, Ashley Morgan. Sixteen, Rizzoli, to be ridden by Jenny Duggan. One, clearly Regal at four dollars. Heads the market ahead of highest standard number eight at five dollars and two oh say at five fifty. Well, look again. It's the favourite, the toppy, clearly Regal, and I'm I'm tipping both clearly Regal and Zaru, who lead open markets. I have them shorter than their their current price in my. I haven't forensically priced these races, but I just think they look they look solid value for mine. I think clearly Regal sets up well here in terms of where he's at this preparation and how he's come back. How he sets up from the barrier is another question because it, it does look a little bit difficult, but he's in ripper form. Good to see him get the win. It was well-deserved last, uh, last start at uh, Newcastle. Winning a, a pretty strong race comparative to this, and with this claim for Bailey Wheeler, uh, he gets in well at this level. No doubt about that. He's on the home track. He's raced well here. Both these, uh, these starts in for this stable, this preparation have been good. First up and, and two starts ago. Probably should have won uh, two starts ago here. So I think he just needs that luck getting up and over. Uh, he won't be on the speed, I don't think. But there are plenty of horses here who love getting way back. So I think there's a chance for him to slot in at midfield. Bailey Wheeler, by the way, is having a great December. He's had a great week. He's had five runs, uh, five wins this week, including a treble earlier this week. And he's won eight from his last 24 rides in December. So he's in great form. I think he's a good bet, clearly regal. Osei looks the main danger, will be on speed, and uh, looks to have the quality to, uh, to threaten the toppy. So one and two, essentially, in the last. Go down to 12, Atlantic Light probably leads this. Sells a man who won't do anything like leading it. It'll be well back, but can run on. 1, 2, 12, and 4 for race 7. 12 to the... Kevin Casey's been looking at the Taree program. Thanks, thanks for hanging on, Kev. Um, we're uh, looking at uh, your best bets and quaddy thoughts for that card. Yeah, well, the, the two best bets, the main two that I want to back here, race 7, number 1, Clearly Regal, and race 4, number 8, Zaru, who's returning. Uh, so they're the main two, but pretty confident across the card. I think it's super long odds there, as we noted, uh, tipping a few favourites in open races. So we'll see where they get to price-wise. The quality numbers for me, 160 options here, I think. First leg, 4, 5, 8 and 14. The second leg, 1, 2, 4 and 5. The third leg, 7, 8, 9, 11 and 14. And home with just 1 and 2 in the last leg of the quality there. So Hopefully we can uh, turn a profit this afternoon. And no need to put number three in at any leg. No, no leg, no leg. We only get a few <laughs> number threes. In the last three races, we've got number three. But uh, <laughs> it looks very strange. But when most of them are scratched, it's not so strange. But... No, no, absolutely. Kev, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck, Atari. Thanks, Dan. Merry Christmas.
Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you, Kevin Casey there, looking at the Tari card. Now, Hillsville race number three. The winner was eight skull, one forty one oh four. Three story unfolds four forty. No third dividend one big bash Jess. Fourth number two, Wild Bob. Quinella nine eighty. Exact the seven seventy. The Trifecta. 159.70. First four, 831 and two, $350.80. And the running double three into eight, $2.90. Race four, Hillsville is due at 11.50. Joining us now to have a look at the quaddy legs at Port Lincoln is Nadia Horn. Season's greetings to you. Good morning, Nadia. Same to you, Dan. Good morning to you. We're on a good rated track, good fours right across Australia today. Every track we've been looking at this morning is a good four. I don't think I've seen that for a long, long time. Um, we're going to look at the, the quaddy legs, but I'll run through the scratchings. Race three, take out 14 and 15, and we get to the first leg of the the quaddy, which is race number five, and uh, take out number 13. So it's mainly the uh, emergencies not getting runs today. Miss Catastrophe is the favourite here at $2.00. And seven, two dollars seventy. Nadia Taj Avedo at five dollars. Next best, and Winter Harbour's in the market. Number ten at six fifty. You would think that the favourite, uh, Miss Catastrophe, she's going to get pretty, be pretty hard to beat here. The eight. Look, she was able to win here two runs ago, and she was very impressive. She had no luck at her subsequent effort. When she was up a little bit in grade, but you have a look at this race today. I really don't think there's a heck, of, heck of a lot of depth, and I think the asset to her is she has drawn gate number one with the senior rider aboard. So. She's going to get the perfect run throughout. So I've gone for the five, um, the eight. Uh, the danger I've put in number 10, Winter Harbour, who's also come up with a good marble. It's had four runs back now, this preparation, and run a much improved race last start. Uh, two for third, uh, Taj Avedo, um gets the benefit of a claim here after winning two runs back. And then I've put in number seven, um, I'm oh so pretty at the next pick. But I've gone five, eight, ten at five. I'll go again, eight, ten, two, and seven, race five. Eight, two, Ten and seven. Race six, scratch number thirteen. Again, another emergency not getting a run. Gatsby's Girls, a clear favourite here at two dollars fifteen. The second favourite is the Master at five dollars fifty. Yeah, look, it's a, another race where the favourite looks to have a bit of a mortgage on this race here. Um, Gatsby's Girl, the two looks. Um, she's been going around in much stronger races than this. We've seen her line up in town and also on a Wednesday. And she's been very competitive. So the fact that she's they've taken her to Port Lincoln, uh, she's drawn a good alley and got a good jock aboard, um, I would say that she's clearly uh, the one to beat in the race for two. Uh, I've got the eight brazen head in as the danger. Drawn awkwardly, but it's the type of horse which is going to get back anyway. So uh, it won two runs ago from getting a long way back and gets him well at the weights here on the minimum. Five free Wilma, her next pick, is always somewhere around um, in the mix. And then I've gone out to number three, the master. But I've gone two eights, five and three, race six. Race seven, there are no changes. Twelve to run. Effort Cat number one is at two seventy, and then at four forty on the second line are both two Sandbuck and seven Maiden Grace. Yeah, look, I'm putting through Washavel on top here on an each way basis here, Dan. Look, this horse has um, changed stables. Uh, going back a, a few runs ago, and had a run at Sejuna last time out, and it wasn't too bad of a performance there. Uh, its first run at Port Lincoln, it ran particularly well when it was a runner-up over a 1,000 metres. Now, this is a horse who's always promised plenty. It's trialled up well, but has had a few issues along the way. I think they've only been, you know, breathing issues. But he's definitely got talent. Um, you'd expect him today to, to race handy. And they're betting around 8.50, so I think that on an each-way basis, um, he looks a, a, a good bet in race number seven. One effort, Cat goes in as the main danger. He's won his past two. He's hard to knock. He's drawn well once again, but he does have 60 kilos to lump with no claim. 
Uh, two standback, Buck, I'll put in as the third selection, who's had two runs back now this campaign. And then out to number seven, Maiden Grace, who uh, will give you a really good sight, in particular with a claim it looks a likely leader. Three, one, two, seven in race seven. War Chevelle currently at eight dollars fixed odds with tab. The last of eight scratch uh, the emergencies thirteen, fourteen, fifteen come out. Still a rider not notified for number four, which has got a bit on, which might be topical at this time of the year. Gee, this is a tough race to finish with, um, at least according to the market. When the favourite for the race is at five dollars, but also drawn the outside gate. Gate, number six, John Cape at $5. $6 about Sassy Maneuver, number five. And Sorry Dears at $6 as well. Uh, so too is Tin Swing at Sister. And six fifty about 11 cent a scooter. Good luck here. Or, Nadia, you might have found one for us at good odds. Look, it's tough. Um, you could almost make a case for all of them. And I think it'll be a more like a, a run-of-the-race type finish. Uh, 11 cent a scooter I have put on top. It's had the three runs back. It ran an improved race last time out, went second, and has drawn a good alley. Um, I, I feel it's ready to improve into this race here today. So I've got the 11 on top of the 10. Swing at Sister, who uh, loomed and, and looked like a winning chance on the turn last time out and just whacked away. Two kilo claim, we'll see it get in with a 54 kilo. So it carries no weight at all, and it should run well. Uh, I've then gone out to number two, uh, Boniface, um, who, look, has drawn favourably. Um, I think that that's the real key. It's going to get a good run throughout. can mix its form, um, but it's going to get its chance. And then out to number nine, Crazy Culprit. And this is a, a really tough race. I've gone 11, 10, 2 and 9 in the last. Okay. Yeah, it is a tough way to finish. Um, but it also might look good if we're alive in the uh, quaddy getting to that leg. So what are your best bets and quaddy for today, Nadia? Look, I think the best bet um, comes up in race six down. I like uh, number two, Gatsby's Girl, so it looks the best bet on the program, race six for two. The Horse at Odds, race seven, number three, War Cheval. Uh, Quaddy today will go two, eight and ten in the first leg, one out the two in the second, one, two, three, seven in the third leg, and we'll make it easy and uh, just have the field in the last. <laughs> yeah, I love your thinking. I, I, I like that. Don't want to be let down to get that far. Nadia, thank you very much. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Cheers. Same to you, Dan. Thank you. Nadia Horn there looking at the program at Port Lincoln. Uh, on the other side of a break, we'll speak with Rob Orver about Terang Harness. A kid's playground. Rubbish. A park bench. Rubbish. A nature boardwalk. Rubbish. You see, the Australian government is helping industry to transform your old rubbish into incredible new things. Proudly remade in Australia. Like this outdoor gym. Rubbish. Even this brand new road, rubbish. Every time you recycle, you're helping to remake Australia into a better place for everyone. Remade in Australia. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. And she's off, the dark horse in the heels and bright red frock. She's on the champagne and the day's looking big. Driving's completely off the table. With a broken heel and a lost headpiece, she's ready to head for home. On her way to the car, which spells trouble. She's got to be everything we thought she was to win from here. Hold on. She stepped into a cab. She's home. When a champion becomes a legend. A real win this racing season is making the right decision to not drink and drive. If we all get home safely, everyone wins. TAC.
The only thing I would think about is who I'd be buried next to. I mean, that would matter to me. Well, that's pre-planning, because you'll need to get the plots next to each other. Yeah, that's true. They're good conversations to have, aren't they? Because they give you a reference point if you've had no clear instruction or conversation. Have an open and honest conversation. Celebrate your life the way you want, like I did, with a fixed-price funeral plan from Tobin Brothers Funerals. The price doesn't change, and your life will be celebrated your way. Find out more at tobinbrothers.com.au. Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Message from Scotto. The last time Daz picked a winner. Question mark. Now playing on the History Channel. Laughing emoji. Ha ha. Get the last laugh with Venue Mode. When the green light is activated, you'll get access to exclusive markets and offers just for heading to your local. Venue Mode on the Tab app. Tab. Long may we play. Ha ha. Venue Mode available on the Tab app in operating Tab venues, agencies and selected race courses. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Sunday Central, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. T's and C's apply. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1800 858 858. Today's best trots plays, the Trots Form Express. And Tarang Harness race uh, this evening. The first of nine is at 5.27. Rob Orber will be calling there. about to look through the quaddy legs. As I say, good morning again to you, Rob, because, uh, of course, we caught up earlier this morning on the mile rate. Yes, good morning, Dan. Uh, it's a very big day, isn't it, for, uh, for many of us in harness racing. But we're looking forward to the Tarang program tonight. Uh, nine races. Uh, some good races there tonight. Uh, some smallish fields, but certainly... A little bit of value to be found. Uh, first race kicks off at 5.27 and the last at 9.57. Race five, first leg of the quaddy, Rob, is the Christian's Bus Company Gamalite Cup. Gamalite was elevated to legendary level, a legend, uh, with the Hall of Fame awards last week. And in this race, the scratchings are one and six, just the field of five. Still a good race, though, and better call me, who comes uh, down from a campaign uh, in Sydney, and he's a dominant favourite at $1.33. Yeah, look, he went around in the carousel final and he chased home better eclipses, came out and, and won since again uh, that race on the 11th of December. Very hard to see him getting beaten. Uh, look, as long as he's travelled back well, uh, he's clearly the horse to beat number five. Better call me. We found him on top. Uh, dangers. Uh, look, interesting runner here, number two, Mr Kiwi, uh, one from the Emma Stewart stable, one on... Uh, uh, first up from Western Australia here at Ballarat on the 17th of November, then finished down the track at Melton behind a pretty good horse in spring in his step. Gets the pole position, Connor Clark driving in terrific form, and three radius, who was uh, terribly unlucky last start uh, for uh, young Ryan Sanderson. Certainly expect a pretty big performance, and then further out to seven major assassin. He normally has some really good fresh form, so it's a small feel, very good race, uh, but look, better call me. Clear top pick here from 237 to race five. Race six, the scratchings are three and seven. Eastbro Erin, number eight at 240, is the favourite head of number four, Rockella at 320. Yeah, look, it starts to get a bit tricky from this point onwards. Uh, look, number four, Rockella, I, I found on top here this three year old gelding. Only had the two starts for Gloria Cancel. Loved its run last week at Stall Lab. Looks a nice type. It hit the line really well from back in the field. Gets onto a bigger track here. Should really help it. And I thought it'd be pretty hard to beat here, number four, Rockella. From what I saw at stall last week, I think this horse can progress to be very hard to beat tonight. Dangers eight, Eastbro Erin, three-year-old filly. 
Racing well, good tough win at uh, Glow Derby last start. Rebecca Reese does a great job with her team. Uh, they're in form. Kevin Bruff takes the drive. She looks the danger. Uh, outside of those, uh, look, five Kelly Marcus and six Bad Luck Baz both come into the race with uh, with hopes as well. But look, I've gone four on top from eight, five and six in race six. Third leg of the quality race, seven, no changes. Seven, Nevada Yankee is at $3.60 from four. Kempsey's Delight at four twenty, and one officially shady at four sixty. Yeah, look, I've gone this way. It's a, it's a tricky race. I mean, these horses have all got their fair share of convictions. Uh, look, I've tipped seven, Nevada Yankee on top, again, from the Rebecca Reese stable. Kevin Bruff takes the drive. Uh, look, there seems to be a bit of speed inside it. Uh, maybe if they go hard, he, he could be able to get over the top of them back here at... Uh, Tarang might help him. Uh, I've, I've found him on top with no great deal of confidence. Paul Kempsey's delight as a quick beginner, uh, gets his chance to lead throughout. Uh, once again, winning form, not the greatest, but certainly can give you a sight. One officially shady, looks to get the nice barrier draw and should get a good trip. And outside of that, you've got probably five calculating dancer and six-star pupil have all got chances. But look, it's a race. Where if you can afford the F, the field uh, job, it, it wouldn't be uh, a bad way to play. But look, I've gone seven on top from four, one and five. Race number eight, no changes. One away overnight is the favourite at two thirty from four. Princess Alexandra at four forty and eight straight up at five dollars. Yeah, look, I've gone that way as well from the market perspective. But again, uh, a race where they've got their fair share of convictions. But look, number one away overnight was runner up at Ararat last start. Gets over the mile here uh, with Olivia Wheaton back on board. Barrier one suit, does have gate speed, should be very hard to run down. I'll tip it on top. Ahead of four, Princess Alexandra, who was a winner at Hamilton two runs ago, looks the danger. Uh, number eight, straight up, should get a nice trail through from the second row. And I've put in that five suspect and six jogs a journey if you wanted to play a bit wider. But again, pretty tricky race, but I've gone one, four, eight and five to race eight. And your best bets and quaddy for the day, Rob? Yeah, best bets. Uh, it, it's a really good program. Um, look, certainly race three, number eight, reactive factor. Uh, looks well placed here, especially over the short course. I've got one at value that I, I do like tonight. Uh, race two, number nine, Hawkeye Joe. I think it's around $13, Dan. He's um, been racing against some nice horses. It seems to be genuine speed off the front row, uh, and it should suit him. I think each way at around the twelve, thirteen dollar mark. I do like him each way. Race two, number nine, Hawkeye Joe. All righty, and that uh, those quaddy tips. Yeah, the quaddy numbers. So I think first leg you can go five, uh, one out, and if you want to go a bit wider, two, three, and seven. Second leg numbers four, eight, five, and six. Third leg seven, four, one, and five. And then race eight, the final leg, numbers one, four, eight, and five. But it looks to be uh, uh, first uh, couple of legs of Quaddy looks very gettable. It does look pretty tricky, the last two. Safe driving heading to Tarang and enjoy your evening. Thanks very much, Dan. Have a great Rob Orber there with the Tarang Harness Preview. Looking for the top dogs, the Greyhound Form Express. Aston Rupee jumped away, OK, away fast there, spotted off, delete certainly down. Coblenz Handy followed by Wow, she's fast. As they turn to the back, Aston Rupee is about fifth in the centre. As they turn down the back straight and spotted off was the leader. Went down the back about three in front. Wow, she's fast. They were followed by Coblenz, who's third. Over to the inside, then Jungle Juice followed by Vice Grip, and then came Aston Rupee. Out to the tail is Billy Creek and True Kalinda turning for home, though. Wow, she's fast, takes over, and 
Grand Wow, she's fastest coming away to win the Phoenix. Second spotting out of Spotted Elk and third is Cabrinza. They were followed by Billy. What a night last night. What a win uh, by the most ex- inexperienced runner in the field, only having her seventh start. Wow, she's fast. And George Faruja, as I say, good morning to you. Wow, she's good too. Uh, she is, and, and good morning to you, Dan. Look, uh, historically, Greyhounds, with that little experience taking on some of the big guns, uh, you know, they, they need an initiation into the sport, and it's really hard to win those races with such little experience. But somebody forgot to tell how she's fast that, uh, Dan, because she was absolutely outstanding. The Queenslander spotted Elk led the race, uh, clearly, which was probably the first surprise in a sense because we, we're so used to watching Kablen's lead, but he just missed a kick a little bit and uh, Spotted Elk was off and gone. And wow, she's fast. Just took up a stalking role and was too good. So at start number seven um, for, for trainer Jackie Greeno, um, she's pushed her prize money close to $800,000, which is, which is incredible. And congratulations to everyone. Uh, the, the roar on course, uh, Dan, was something to behold. And it was a great sight just to see people back on the track. But, oh, look, there were some very excited people on course. And so congratulations uh, to all involved with Wow She's Fast. Yeah, it worked really well. There's something about these slot races. doesn't matter what code it is, but they just bring so much attention. Uh, and that was, uh, I thought that was something else. The story behind her was, uh, was terrific. We had a chat with Kel Greeno, uh, yesterday morning, um, on, on RSN to, to chat about her. And she, of course, is the dog that made the big impression, winning by about 27 lengths on debut. Uh, we'll talk on the other side and horse and M to a talking greyhounds with George Faruja. It was a fabulous night last night. I thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, George, and particularly the race itself and uh, and the result. There's always great stories involved with whoever wins these races, but I felt particularly more so with uh, with this bitch. Yeah, look, uh, there, there was a great storyline behind her. I look, a lot of people, I put my hand up too, I, I just thought she was too inexperienced to win a race like that at this stage in her career. Um and I spoke to a lot of people after the race, and they probably thought the same. But she just proved everyone wrong. There's never been a doubt on her ability, as you mentioned, uh, running, you know, 20, you know, winning by 25 lengths on debut. She's a star. But, uh, look, um, it, it was an incredible performance. And, and we had Cal on, um, on tally uh, this morning too, Dan, and to your point as well. He, he reckons he had hundreds of people coming up to him after the race saying, how do we get involved in greyhound racing? So yeah. if the Phoenix at least does that, Dan, to, to keep promoting our sport to a new generation, well, it's done its job. So, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a positive all round. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, the terrific racing continues uh this evening, uh, the feature meeting is uh, at Sale. Heats of the Sale Cup. We'll have a look at the quaddy legs. George Race, five first legs, scratching is number six. Amiga Tyson is the fixed odds favourite at 240, number one. Yeah, one, five, two and seven are my numbers. Hard to go past Amiga Tyson. His run last start behind Invictus Rising was very, very good. He got to the line well. I just feel like, <coughs> pardon me, he's had a really good preparation, uh, Dan, and I think off the box draw as well. He does do his best racing off inside draws. I think he'll be hard to beat. Of the others, number five, Do Good Dablin has got a lot of speed, um, so watch for it uh, nice and early. Uh, we'll also throw in number two, Hank the Hustler. He's already a group performer. He's a terrific greyhound. His form's a little bit more patchy these days. And then we'll throw in number seven, Stay Strong at Big Odds. Didn't mind her last two runs there at Sale. So one to beat five, two and seven. 
race number six, the second heat of the Cup, uh, scratch four and seven. Favourite, Zach's Entity. We spoke with Kel yesterday, and he was giving Zach's Entity a bit of a push. Yeah, look, six to beat one here. Look, this greyhound is a little bit of an enigma, and I think that's the, the word uh, that uh, Cal uses to describe him. He's very, very fast, uh, Dan. He probably doesn't always have the best manners, so it's a little bit of um, hand <laughs> hand in your heart uh, for, for uh, the duration of the race. But in terms of ability, he would be incredibly hard to beat. It's so a little bit of a match race here. Invictus rising off box one, uh, Dan, he's a very, very talented type. He's had a very good preparation as well, winning the uh, distance championship in the lead-up to this. So um, if um, Zach Sennity is a little bit naughty, I think Invictus Rising will be the greyhound to beat, but six to beat one in race six. Race seven, uh, take out five. Mapunga Ruby all the rage at 155, number two. Yeah, two to beat three and eight. Look, her, her win last start at the Meadows was outstanding, 42-28. He's starting to get into the elite times. Um, she's... A very, very talented uh, greyhound. She won by 13 lengths. She's got good speed, and then he's able to hold on to Dan, so she'll be hard to beat. Bobby the Brute draw next to her is a very talented type. And then we'll throw in number eight, Graceland Bale, who's always there about in these type of races. So two to beat three and eight. And race eight's the most open of the legs. No scratchings. Three Gypsy Wyong at 320 favourite, but only ahead of uh, just ahead of eight, Jarek Bale at 340. Yeah, three to beat two, seven and eight. I've gone Gypsy Wang on top. She's a two-time Group One winner. She's an absolute star. Um, she's had a look at sales. She was it was a good run running second. Uh, look, she can begin okay, and if she gets a forward enough position, she'll be running on well. Uh, I've thrown Fernando Frank in here at a little bit of odds. Um, he's a talent. He's uh, a very good greyhound over six hundred metres. Um, he has had a start over seven fifteen. Run it out okay. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, number seven, untapped. She's got a lot of speed. She's probably the leader here in this race, Dan. Whether she can hold off the likes of Gypsy Wine, we'll see. But she'll set a cracking pace. And number eight, Jarek Bale. A couple of starts ago, Dan, nearly broke the track record here over this distance. Can be a bit hit or miss at box rise. But watch for him late as well. So three to beat two, seven and eight. And your best bets in Quaddy for sale? Yeah, Quaddy numbers, Dan, one, two, five and seven into one and six into 2, 3 and 8, into 2, 3, 7 and 8. I like one earlier in the program, uh, race 3, number 5, a greyhound called My Neo. He's only had the five starts, Dan, but he's very, very fast. He's got a really good turn of foot. His win last start at Warrigal was really good, and despite the sticky box draw, I think he should be too good. So race 3, number 5. Great to talk to you, George. Season's greetings, mate. Enjoy the uh, festive period. You too, you and your family, mate. Thanks, George Faruja there looking at uh, Greyhound Racing. Jackson France is our producer on Sunday Central, joins us to talk about the NFL. He's our gridiron expert, and he is an in-form NFL expert. How are you, Jackson? Well, thanks, Dan. Yourself? Yeah, going well, mate. Were there a lot of pins are poised here for your thoughts, particularly on the Colts-Patriots game today? Yeah, it's exciting to have a one-off match-up here on a Sunday Australia, so a Saturday night game over there in the United States. And taking on today will be the Patriots and the Colts. And I expect the Patriots to get the job done here. They've been performing really well. Bill Belichick, the coach, has been relying heavily on the defense and the structure and, and the run game too. So I think that will prove too strong for the Colts today. And you can get yourself $2 with tab.com.au. They're the outsider of the match-up, which I believe is wrong. And if you want to multi that into Jonathan Taylor, who is the leading running back in the NFL at the moment uh, to score a touchdown. You can get yourself $3.40 in a same-game multi with the tab for those two bets.
Well, that sounds like pretty good value. Uh, what about if I get greedy and want to take a treble or even further that with some games, the red zone games tomorrow morning? Yeah, so unfortunately tomorrow, tab.com.au, they haven't put up the um, the same game multi-legs that I would prefer to do, but there's been a few matchups moved due to COVID and, and the like. So tomorrow I'm going to do a five-leg win multi. You can get yourself $2.50 for the Packers to win, the San Francisco 49ers to win, the Dallas Cowboys the win, the Cardinals to win, and the Buffalo Bills to win. So five legs, $2.45, and that's my best bet of the weekend, Dan. Oh, sounds exciting to me. Uh, thanks very much for that, Jackson. Uh, keep up the good form. You are in great uh, form last week. Thanks for your help with your producing too on uh, on Sunday Central as well. Look forward to catching up with you in the ensuing weeks. Pleasure, Dan. Thanks. Jackson France there looking at the NFL.